Thank you for tuning in to Not Just Girl Talk with Tiffany and Ashanti. Make sure you got a beverage in your hand. Sit back, relax, and engage with us. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to Not Just Girl Talk. I am your host, Ashanti. And I'm your host, Tiffany. And thank y'all for tuning in to us for another week, another episode. This is our second week back from being at the office. So, y'all, we have to <laughs> on our shows because we, we back. We back in the building. You know what I'm saying? I need a little <laughs> right there. <laughs> Yeah, how the music up. <laughs> I need that right there. All right, y'all. So joining back to us, y'all already know the y'all already know the flow of the show. Tiffany, let them know where they can contact us, where they can tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend about not just girl talk. Absolutely. Make sure you guys tune in to us and follow us on IG at not just girl underscore talk. Again, that's IG at not just girl underscore talk. We're also available on Facebook at not just girl talk with Tiffany and Ashanti. Again, that's not just girl talk with Tiffany and Ashanti. And we're also on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, hit the little bell, and get all of the notifications. But that's at not just girl talk podcast, not just girl talk podcast on YouTube. And then we are available in the Twitter universe at not just girl T. And again, that's at not just girl T on Twitter. And then our blossoming. That's what we say now. TikTok account at Not Just Girl Talk Podcast. At Not Just Girl Talk Podcast on TikTok. Check some of our videos out. Yes. Yes, y'all. Make sure y'all subscribe and make sure y'all like commenting so that we can know that y'all are listening and engaging with us uh, throughout our shows. We thank y'all for the continuous love and support that you all are showing us. We are truly grateful and excited. So, what you been having popping for the weekend? Nope. Before you tell me what you got popping for the weekend, I'll be with you today. Yeah. Yes. I'm back. I did that last week. Look at me rushing. Look at I, I, It's okay, friend. Let me it's start okay. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I need to calm down. <laughs> It's okay. So, moving into our beverage of the day, y'all already know we want to know what you're sipping on when you are uh, listening to us. So, Tiff, what you got? What you sipping on this week? I am sipping on a little Moscato bubbly. Little oh. Moscato bubbly. Brought it back. Old school. Okay. Tiff be switching up. I'm, I be uh, kind of staying the same. Uh, sparkling. <laughs> <laughs> my sparkling beverage that I do have, and I did again at a shot, just one minor shot uh, of liquor, of a Smirnoff. I kind of been on my little kick. So I'm trying to drink without drinking. You know, if that makes sense. Tell me you drink without telling me you drink. That's what you mean? Okay. Yeah, I like that. You, you okay. got it though. Okay. I got you. <laughs> Y'all got me. Y'all got me. All right. So that's what I'm sipping on. Let us know what you all are drinking on when you're listening to us. Put it in the comments what you're sipping on um, when you're listening to Not Just Girl Talk. All right. Now, I'm so ready to get to the weekend because I had a good weekend. So, Tiff, what you what you been doing? What's been going on in your space? What's happening? Well, not much, girl. I'm just running. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, of course, school is back, so we're adjusting. Um, we've lost a teacher already, 
math and science, which is wait, you lost the teacher meaning she don't work. Mean, there. No, she don't work there. She she's I, okay. You know, it's COVID. We got. I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah, she. Well, um, I'm not gonna violate HIPAA, but no, she did not pass away. Um, okay, but um, COVID is still real. Um, but yeah, she she's no longer there. Um, so that is um, hopefully we, you know, teachers, it's a teacher shortage. So we're going to figure out what to do with the baby so they can learn because I feel bad. Does that affect you with her being Absolutely. Because, I mean, oh. they can't stay by themselves and we have no subs. And by the way, if you're in the Nashville area, please apply for Metropolitan Nashville Public Schools. We need <laughs> subs and we pay very well. So that's just my little disclaimer. Now. Um, but yeah. Not recruiting. I'm not the recruit. I got a platform. I tell you, you can't. Not, not the recruit. We got you. Like, yeah. Um, and then Aaron just did gymnastics. So yeah. that's it. Just rolling with gymnastics, grading, and because um, grades are due next week. I mean, this Friday. Excuse me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So oh. it's just Wait, like, you been- yeah, rolling. Easy. So what you been up to, ma'am? Well, so football. Little league with I know I'm such a football mom and I'm the mom that's loud in the crowd. And if my child is someone on the play, I'm yelling from the stands. Mm-hmm. They know me and who my kids are. So my man uh had his little league game. When I say my man, he came through on the light up. He had an open tackle and he Mm, tapping to do it. I was like, yeah, man, man, that's what I'm talking about. So, man, man had, you know, good tackle. Then, you know, fat on the football field. So, I had two highlight moments. Um, Fat on the football field. And he had a blow-up tackle. So, he was on the defense. He had a nice little blow-up tackle that made the highlights for the uh, the schools, like, in the area who play. So, he made uh, one of the highlights for the week. Yes, he did. Uh, so, I, I'm, I'm excited, uh, ready to get back into the next games, get him back on the field, uh, man, man on the field. Oh, basketball tryouts. So, having basketball tryouts with the boys for middle school. Football games this week. So, uh, very active during the week. Um, and then I also, so, well, a me time. Uh, I had sushi. I went out uh, with sushi with some friends, and we had a good time. Good talks, good drinks, laughing. Uh, we also went down to uh, the city, and they had like a festival on the harbor. We walked through there, master, fully vexed, but I That's still be master. Uh, so <laughs> I can't. Be you know, we eligible for our booster. Teachers, I'm about to get my booster. You going for the booster? I don't know about the booster, Tim. They say teachers are eligible. But y'all like, I mean, uh, it's been, they said it's as long as it's been six months. It has been six, I got it in March. So it's been six months and I ain't chancing nothing. I mean, I'm around kids every day. Well, it's true, but. I'm I'm around more, like I'm around a lot of like bodies every day. I got one out now with COVID. Okay. Yeah, so I, oh my God, I'm just not, it took me a minute to get on board with the regular shot. Now the booster, I'm kind of a little nervous on the booster. I want to do mine once a year, like a flu shot. That's how I feel like. Let me do mine once a year. I don't want a boost right now. Give me a boost when I reach my year mark and then boost Mm -hmm. me up there. I I, I like that. But boosting me up now, I'm not really too hot up on boosting up right now. 
I know. Yeah, I'm just I mean, you know, I got a, you know, I got a little bit more complications too. So, okay, yeah, that's true. That is true. Um, so I mean, I agree. But overall, my weekend was pretty good, fun, out, hanging out. Uh, kids, I love my Friday night varsity. And my Saturday morning, Little League football, uh, basketball for the being a mix in a minute. Uh, Jay got her uh, choir. So we got choir going. We got band. Oh, we got band, too. So we got band, choir. So, you know, we at the, what we in, October? So, you no, know, November and December be all those recitals. Oh, so I see, I'm I tired just listening to you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm excited. Like, this is my space. Like, I've been so excited to... I couldn't wait for my kids to get to this age because I was ready to be at like all they, See. they stuff. Like, yeah, this is the space I've been waiting for. You know, for. I tried dance, girl. Yeah. It so, wasn't uh, in my ministry. Definitely. Oh, God. It wasn't. But see, I've been waiting for this space and we finally here. So that's been my uh, week weekend pretty much uh, going on. So we are uh, moving on. To ask, sip on it or speak on it. So, what you got for us, Tip? What are we talking about? So, we're talking about Chloe, Beyonce's mm-hmm. protege. Actually, it was Chloe <laughs> and Haley, but she Haley is playing Little Mermaid. Now, uh, Chloe's being a solo artist, and she looked mm-hmm. like she looks like they got her. I want to see it. Like, um, she definitely looks like Little Mermaid when I seen her dressed up. So, who oh, Haley? Haley. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it Haley, Chloe and Haley? Is it Haley? I don't know. Okay. But, I mean, y'all, y'all know, know what we about. mean. We're yeah. going to tag you. Y'all. Please to the <laughs> brain, not the heart. Right? Y'all know who we're talking about. So, yeah, it's a little bit of controversy with her. You know, she's a solo artist, and she's got a new song out, and people are, you know, comparing her, of course, to Beyonce. But I will say, I think she's bad. Like, you know. I, I mean, like on her TikTok and stuff, I'm like, oh, hey, girl. Like, yeah. I, I don't think she's Beyonce. I think because Beyonce is her, she's Beyonce's protege. Of course, you see similarities, maybe. But she, right. I think she work hard and she's a great artist, in my opinion. I like I don't know her. Um, well, I like her. Uh, she can sing. Very talented young lady. Uh, I do have a slight issue, though. I honestly feel like they are, she's being over-sexualized. Mm-hmm. I, I just feel like it's it's done, but it's overly sexualized. Like, even though the song is Lord Have Mercy, you know, who does so be Lord Have Mercy? I feel like we can be sexy and, and classy, but I think it's kind of getting too sexualized. I, I, I understand that this is a trend the booty out, the twerking, the showing your body, like this kind of the female trend per se. But I also feel like you can dial it back and be sexy. I don't know, even when I look at some pictures that's being done, it's over-sexualized. You got a body, naturally, I'm assuming. You got a shape, like you just, you already got a body. And for it to be overly done, and I just think they're putting more emphasis on her body than on her talent. It's just me. It's nothing. I think. I mean, but she's talented alone. But see, I think, um, I guess we're in a generation where, I mean, 
if you like that may be what she feels like herself. Like I feel like a sexual being, this is my alter ego and this is how I'm expressing it, you know? And, and Cardi B, the Meg, the Stallions, the everybody, I mean that, you know, so Lil Nas, shit. I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? It's just, that's what it is. So, you know, how you, you don't show your kids this, you know what I mean? So it's just I, I, I don't know have a problem. Showing your kids that I'm fine with. I mean, I'm not worried about the kid. I'm just saying her as an artist. Let's not overshadow her her uh, vocal and her musical talent by focusing on her body. That's so all that I'm saying. Because I, she's R and B versus rap. Mm-hmm. Okay. I just think, but okay. So even if you like, we we are. I guess because of how we were introduced to her. Let's start there. I think it's because our introduction to her and to them as a duo. And then when you branch off and now your first song is Booty So Be Lord Have Mercy, when we used to you and your sister, which I mean I like the song. I'll be singing it. I'm cool with the song. But our introduction to her was not sexualized. It was not booty clapping. It was not the little this and the little that. Now that you've branched off, your introduction is very sexualized. So I think, whereas you got Megan Thee Stallion, she already came in with the twerking. She already came in with the body, with the booty. Like, you know, like that's just what she came in as. Cardi B, we already know how she is. I think that's my Take away from her as an artist because we used to her being vocally talented, yeah, alone, and I feel like that's kind of being watered down with the fact that she just has the, the body. That's yeah. all. That's kind of yeah, and, you know. Uh, and I like her. I think she's super talented. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's if Beyonce is one. If I'm a Beyonce protege, I'm a Beyonce protege. Y'all made the genre. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, whatever. But I'm not a fan. How yeah, she came like in? Yeah, she the introduction out. to her wasn't that. Even when they, I could see. Let's say they came in, still, of course, the sisters, but they came in a little more sexualized. Then I can expect what I'm getting. So, I kind of, for me, that's just my uh, opinion on it. Um, when it comes mm-hmm. to her. But I am excited to see her sister uh, in Little Mermaid. And I just got a breast job. You said who? She got a breast job. Her sister. Hey. She had her breast on. They look good. She looked good. Like, they ain't too big for her body. Hey, I ain't got nothing. Let me say it looked like she got her breast on. If I go back to the pictures then and there, I'm pretty sure she got a breast on. But she looked really pretty. See, and then you look at her sister. Even though she's branching off, she's kind of showing herself a little bit, but she's doing it in a classier way. It's, I, I, I just don't want them to diminish her because of her body and make it over-sexualized when she's truly talented alone. Yeah. That's, this is kind of how I feel about that uh, topic. Um, yeah. With a tip on to speak on it. Y'all, let us know what y'all think. How y'all feel about kind of like the controversial controversy that's kind of it's not mm-hmm. big, but it is top. It is chatter. It's kind of mm-hmm. happening uh, in regards to uh, Chloe. Uh, now, segueing into our topic of the day, uh, we're going to be speaking on breaking generational curses. And it sounds heavy, but it don't have to be that heavy. 
Um, so Tiff, you want to start about what you think being on generational cases? Absolutely. I think um, you know, we we were raised a certain kind of way. This generation is just different at this point. We know it, and I know because I teach. So I'm seeing um, the generation now every day. I know how the kids are and stuff. But when we grew up, it just was so different. Um, but I do think that this generation, for example, um, they suffer from a lot of mental health and things like that. But I feel like when I would like to, if I'm breaking generational curses, try to let kids express themselves. I think when we were growing up, it was what goes what goes on in our home stays in our home. Um, we don't need therapy. Therapy is, you know, or you deal with, you know, stop being, um, you know, kind of man up, soft. And, you know, soft, you know what I mean? So um, now I just think there's so many, and I see it in the school system, kids that truly have trauma and things like that and are not dealing with it. And it's like, you know, we need to break that. I think that it's okay to seek help. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to get therapy. It's nothing wrong with that. If you need anxiety medicine, whatever it is, like, I don't think you should be shunned or we need to be able to have discussions about trauma and things like that. Also with finances, you know, we just, I, you know, used to, you, you just making it, you just making it and that's it. So now I'm trying to create now for me, I knew mm-hmm. I survived definitely and I was taken care of, but I'm trying to create generational wealth for my babies. And so that's yeah. our goal every day. Like, so yeah. talking about finances, that's things we didn't talk about growing up. Not that it's anybody's mm-hmm. fault. You do what you know, I get it. But I'm trying to try something different with my babies. I'm yeah. teaching them, you know, about saving, about, you know, what what you need and what you don't need, balancing that, yeah. how much percentage you need to spend on a want versus a need, um, what's yeah. priorities and things like that. So we're constantly talking about that. Um, I think yeah. children should have a voice too. I think yeah. that they they have feelings and they shouldn't have to Suppress sweep it under them. the rug, if, if mm-hmm. you know, that makes sense. I agree. I agree. And I, financial uh, literacy is actually on my list as well. Absolutely. I want to go with some of my generational curses because I want my kids to uh, be in a space of knowledge of finances, how they spend, what they bring in. Um, and also, uh, going back, because T.D. Jakes this morning, when um, for the word, he had said that his wife comes in his little space, and she put a note in there today, and it said, don't um, live your life uh, making a living that you forget to live. And I was like, I so like that because I know for me, I'm very focused on providing, providing, providing. Uh, I don't know that I forget to live, but I can see that it can happen and creep up on me that I could be in a space where I can forget to live that I'm, because I'm so busy trying to make a living, you know, and that goes to people who have it all, who don't have it all because you got money. And you're like, okay, I got to keep going. I got to keep this up that you never sit back and, you know, live. Uh, so mm-hmm. for my kids, yeah. So for my, for me in my space, uh, I'm definitely trying to build that financial literacy within my kids now, whereas some things weren't talked about financially at home. I think I do talk about finances with them. Like if they want to do a sport, 
It costs X, Y, Z amount of dollars. Is it something that you're interested in? Do you really want it, need it? You know, so we we definitely, and I also do like when they get A's, B's, you know, or whatever. Um, I did a chart and I said for every A is worth like $1,000. A B is worth $500, you know, and so forth and so forth. So I'm like, how much money you got? I'm like, okay, well, you want a car. What kind of car are you going to get? Well, this kind of car. Look it up. Tell me how much that car costs. Okay, now tell me how, what kind of house you want to live in. Okay, tell me how much the house costs. What kind of car? What, what you want kids or no kids? One yeah. child, two kids. Like, I, and I'm, how much daycare costs? Look it up. So I kind of mm-hmm. do that with their grades, and I put a dollar amount beside it, and the lifestyle that they want to live based on the grades that they make. Because right, right now all the they got is grades, <laughs> right? So right now all they got is grades, right? And I'm like, oh, you want to go out to eat all the time? Or you gonna cook at home? You gonna buy groceries? What you gonna, you know? So I'm like, what kind of food you gonna buy? Like I'm literally trying to get them in that space, and I do that with their grades in the chart, and it's so funny to see them and they paycheck, and they was like, I said, uh, uh-uh, you gotta add taxes. They was like, taxes. absolutely, <laughs> insurance too, <laughs> insurance taxes. They was like, wait a minute, mom, wait a minute, <laughs> and it was so interesting to see how then they mind shifted. Was like, mm, I ain't got to go out to eat every day. And yeah. I'm like, you know, you got social life. Who you want to travel a lot? You want to hang out? What they cost a weekend? So definitely financial literacy. I'm currently working on just in a fun to make it fun to answer. So they can see kind of what they're doing in the space of finances to kind of link it together. So and and they really like that. Um, yeah, I, I do that with my kids at school too. Like I'm like, yeah. what y'all want to do when y'all grow up? Y'all want to go to college, and they be they in middle school. Like I hate school and all of this, and so I was like, well, at least want a high school diploma, hopefully. So let's just say mm-hmm. we graduate high school, and that's it. So now, what job you want to do? Because it got to be something that only requires a high school diploma. So I be I speak. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, because the the level of thinking evolves because I think like you're saying breaking generational curses and kids having a voice. Mm -hmm. With us being young and our parents felt like the business of the adults when it comes to finance and household was just their business and it wasn't them for them to disclose to us um, in any facet. So because of that, we don't have the true knowledge of what it would take to run certain things, what it takes financially to do things because uh, money conversations were taboo. Absolutely. So, I definitely. Mm-hmm. And you know, parents, I, if I don't know about you, but I feel like mm-hmm. we're more likely to try, like if we're not happy at jobs and stuff, like see if it's something better out there and stuff. And mm-hmm. I know personally, my mom's like, you, you got a good job. You just stay there and you yeah. hate it. I just feel like, uh, I mean, I went to school. I did all this. I, I, I'm I going to keep looking if, until I see, feel that I'm valued. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm not saying yeah. everything will be perfect, but I think our generational uh, generation, excuse me, is more willing to be looking outside instead of back then. They just like, Mm-mm, I'm staying put. It's staying. Yeah, yeah, staying. Like, and now I'm not doing that. Um, yeah. Also for me and my family, I know we have uh, right now uh, most of most of people teen pregnancies, so that's a big generational curse that um, want to break off of our family. 
even my current household, but my uh my niece, Kyla, 18. No, she's gonna be 18, no pregnancies, no little babies. Yeah. Um, and some people may be like, Well, she may like, you know, maybe think it's not a good thing, but for me, it's a great thing. For my niece, it's a great thing to break that generational curses where we were team team moms. And my mom was a team mom. Her mom was a team mom. I was a team mom. Like, you know, just just that generation. I think my grandma, if I'm not mistaken, my auntie, you know, like just yeah. just getting that off of us. And uh, right now with her making it at least, you know, even to 18, yeah. no children, bless you, no you. Um, things of such. So I, I'm truly you know, happy for that. And also with Jay, you know, giving her the tools and stuff, generational curses from uh, teen pregnancy. And my son, I'm having no kids either. The boys too. We kind of be, we be omitting the boys like they ain't the ones that help have a baby. <laughs> we be like, girls, if you think about it, teen pregnancy, all you really think about are girls. You yeah. never associate teen pregnancy with the boys. But ever. it doesn't stop the boys' life. But they still are a part of teen pregnancies. Yeah, they are, but not that I they think carry the, the baby. Don't, I don't think we talk about it because um, it doesn't change their life as much as a girl. So what I mean is they can go off to college where a girl may say, I don't know that college is in the future or more so be willing to give it up versus mm-hmm. that boy can say, yeah, I'll send you something when I get a little something, but I'm going to go to college and live, you know, mm-hmm. you know, and move on. So it's, it's still, it, it's on the, the girl and possibly her uh, mother or and father. Yeah, that's why I'm so happy I got a lot of boys because I already said that's on that girl. <laughs> yeah, that's, her folk. that's her folks. That's her folks. So that's another thing. Uh, what else I got? Oh, this is a big one for me. I do, I do not want my sons to be living with no women, driving no women cars, my daughter let no dude drive her car, living with a dude before they become, you know, married. Like, I, like that is big for me. That's why I try to teach them how to take care of their business because I need my sons to know how to take care of their own business. So you're going to have your own space, your own car, your own stuff. Like, you're going to know how to be self-sufficient without a woman. So when she comes in, she's going to be your helpmate. And you're going to know how to provide and lead the household. Because when yeah. you come up and you living with a girl, you already driving her car, you ain't got your own, this, your own, this. Heck to the no, no, no. <laughs> so that's Definitely a big don't one for me. Mama's boys, too, or stuff like that. That's attached to their mama, still living with their mama and stuff. And not trying to do more. And that's just me seeing um, not necessarily my situation, but I've just seen like guys just depend on my mama did it or my mom does this. So, you know, they don't have to grow up type thing. Now you're I don't different. I don't have to worry about that. Exactly. Mama ain't, so nah, my mama said, no, my mama ain't going good, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. You know. But that's a, that's a big thing for me for them is to be self-sufficient young men. Don't be a stereotype where you just living off a girl in her stuff, dropping her off at work while in her car. I live their life. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling what I know and the lived and the done and the did. And I for sure don't want Jay to be doing it. And I for sure don't want my sons to be the dude being like that. Like that's something I definitely preach for them. 
top notch. Pray that they don't fall into those ways of like none of that. That's that's a big one. All these are really big for me, honestly. <laughs> I mean, All these I, are I, really I think big. it should be, you know, generational curses, of course. Um, anything from you know mental health or uh, even down to physical illness, you know. Like I got high blood mm. pressure. I don't know that I openly talked about oh. it, but you know, we were, you know, I am different. I do have high blood pressure, and I, I do think I am cautious, and it could have been with my undergrad degree too. But I'm cautious mm-hmm. of how I eat. Now I'm not saying I eat the best every day, but I do eat different from my parents. My dad is doing better now, but all the the they asked me at the doctor, what what uh, do you have a history of this? It's easier for me to tell you what I don't have a history of, family history of. It's like that. Mm. They got everything. Now, I do have hypertension, but it was, you know, I don't think it was that I was overweight per se. It was just genetics for me. And so going forward, my babies, we eat healthy. I mean, healthier. I'm not going to say all the time, but I'm cautious. Like, are y'all eating fruit, vegetables? Um, Are you, we, we don't buy, you know, we limit juices. Like we yeah. were a water household, but when we had kids, we we're like, we know they kids. So, but we buy the Capri Sun refreshers. So, you yeah. know, and they get like one a day, like I send water to school. Like, yeah. So my kids have never had a soda. Now I'm not saying they won't, they just haven't yet. Now when they're introduced to it or whatever, then that's fine. But we don't buy sodas for us. So it's nothing that we're not necessarily, I don't feel like depriving them. We just don't drink it. So Right. Sarah and my kids don't, so they don't know it. So mm-hmm. we just try to make healthier choices eating. Um, because it does affect your health. And especially I got one. high blood pressure and I have MS. So I, I'm very big on trying to maintain a certain sense of health. And I know mm-hmm. eating is the, you know, the biggest way to um combat that kind yeah. of, you know. Yeah. That's I, a real good one. I like that. That's a really, really yeah, good one. Um I don't have, let's see. I don't really have any medical family history per se. So, but I like that. That is definitely one that I don't think we consider as breaking this a generational curse because we always kind of associate it with other things that are more tangible or things that happen outside of health. Uh, but definitely health from a generational perspective is a really, really, really good one. Um, I like right. that a lot. And staying properly in relationships that are healthy, too. Hey, I mean, break that curse. Break that curse. You know what I mean? Now I'd say that, and you know, it's not about, um, you know, putting anyone down. It's just that mm-hmm. these are things you stay because that's the comfort. You know what I mean? Whereas I do think, you know, we talked about last week, you know, being strong women and it's different from it was back then. But like we we are breaking that. I think a lot of women are like, let me try to be an entrepreneur. Let me try to do things for myself and not feel like I don't have a choice because I can't do it by myself. Mm -hmm. I can't, you know, they are financially stable. So I need to do with, you know, this person or husband mm-hmm. or whoever or significant other says because I, I gotta be here. I need that financial help. Yeah. Um yeah. and I, and we, I don't want my kids to feel like you you need to stay in a place that's not healthy. I will mm-hmm. say that that's not healthy. If you know you need to yeah. have a marriage or a relationship, walk yeah. away and feel comfortable with it. And it's gonna hurt. It's gonna be ugly. It's not gonna and be And know that I got your back always. 
whatever they mean. <laughs> That's what that smile meant. <laughs> yeah. She meant whatever way we need to come, we coming. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I agree. We are breaking those generational curses for women, black women coming up, coming mm-hmm. into the entrepreneurial space, uh, being creatives in the space. Um, just opening doors that weren't allowed, weren't even allowed right. for us. We're entering those rooms. Right. Um, Having a seat I was, at the table. Mm-hmm. Now I was um, listening to see the thing is podcast, and um, they were saying that because right, not pretty much because, but are we as uh, black women kind of being accepted into the space because right now of like you know how they got to meet that quota. Some companies got to meet the black Yeah, affirmative action. Right. So are we um, meeting quotas or are we entering the rooms because of our skills? And for me, I feel like whichever way God opens the door for you to enter the room, then that's how you enter the room. At that point, I feel like it's up to you to maneuver and work the room according to your benefit and to help benefit and bring in others that don't have to come in off the bats of being just a quota, if you will. So whatever way is opened up, is the way that you're meant to come in and bring others in behind you. I do. I agree with that. You know, and it's, you know, um, I would say like we, we, you know, we got divorced parents too and things like that. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we try to, you know, be cautious when we get married and things like that. And so, yeah. um, you know, so all of these things, like we definitely, um, I think as we grow, we've been friends since middle school and, um, yeah. you know, our lives and things like that have been, you know, we do things differently now. And that's okay because we do want to break these, some of these generational curses so that it doesn't keep living on and it's passed down from our children, you know. So we definitely thought this was a um, important topic to talk about. It's okay for kids to speak up. It's okay for them to talk and say if they need therapy or they're not okay. Heck, it's yeah. okay for us to say we're not okay. <laughs> not even just our kids. Because, you know, we couldn't. That wouldn't, you know, you don't need yeah. no therapy. They all in your business. What they going to tell you and, you know. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. it's it's okay to not be it okay. Is. It is okay yeah. to, not, to not be okay. It's okay yeah. to and ask for help. It's okay. Mm-hmm. It is. And we definitely uh praying against these generational curses. And along with prayer is work because work yeah. We have to work for the prayer to work. You cannot just pray prayer and not do the work behind it. So we are definitely yes. doing the work that it takes for those generational curses to be broken and to be covered, yes. to cover to cover generations upon generations upon generations. So I feel like the work that we're doing now and the prayers will allow for those generational curses to be broke for multiple generations. And if you are listening to this, this applies to you, your family, your life, us, our family, our life, that we are doing the work that it takes coupled with the prayers that are needed to break multiple generational curses. Absolutely. So I definitely, I just felt that in my spirit. I had to go and release that. Um, 
So uh, let us know. Um, just put in our um, comments what generational curses that you're, you're wanting to break that you're instilling in your kids. We'll definitely cover those uh, with a prayer. We will because me and Tiffany, we do pray, yeah. you know, over our podcast, over our show. Um, and if we have an audience who wants to put in the comments, you know, what generational curses that you all want to be broken and that you're working on to be broken, we definitely come into agreement with you on that. Um, and we are uh, wrapping this segment up. So we're going to do soul food because y'all know we like to give y'all something to feed y'all soul. So Tiffany, what we got? Yes. So our soul food for this week, we're talking about breaking generational curses. And I'm thinking like we're we're leading our destiny, leading our life for our household. So our soul food for this week is sometimes you have to stop being scared and just go for it. Either it will work or it won't. That's life. So stop yeah. being scared and just go for it. Yeah. I like that. That that really helped me it's personally. Like that that because I can I be scared. I talk myself out of stuff sometimes. So yeah. I, I really like that quote. Um, okay, y'all. We wrapping the show up, and as always, it's two things that we want you to do when you're listening to Not Just Girl Talk. Number one is to refill your cup and vibe with Tiffany and Ashanti.